This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Flunkies, welcome to this week's uh, slightly uh, belated episode of the NWA Saturday Special, your home for everything current National Wrestling Alliance. I am Scott Criscola, uh, flying solo uh, this week. The doctor could not uh, was not available, um, so we're going to make this nice and uh, smooth and quick. We're going to give you a recap. Uh, since this is Sunday, I'm actually going to give a recap of the last two episodes of NWA USA, the one from last Saturday the 10th, and then the one from um, yesterday. If you're listening to this on Sunday morning, uh, the episode from yesterday, the 17th. And then we will recap uh, this past Tuesday's episode of NWA Power. Uh, a couple of interesting tidbits and a match that kind of made me sad. So we'll we'll get there. All right, let us begin with last Saturday's episode of NWA USA from September 10th from uh, Nashville. Always uh, a special thank you to my guy, Josh Lopez, for helping me with my notes. You can follow him on Twitter at The Hoots Podcast. The Hoots, H-O-O-T-S Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter. Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, Tim Storm, your commentators. First match, and listen... This is probably, and I've said this, Dr. G, and I've said this many times, this guy is number two behind Camille as the hardest working champion in the NWA, and that is your world junior heavyweight champion, Homicide, and another junior heavyweight title defense, this time against Eric Jackson. Good little brisk match. Uh, You know, Homicide, when he is, um, when he is, uh, how do I word it? Um fundamentally sound in the ring uh boy he is uh he is a killer to 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 face i mean he is not one of those garbagey wrestlers never was and he is earning his keep as the world junior heavyweight champion which of course he has held since march so he beats eric jackson with the boston crab um we get an austin idol vignette we get a promo for power uh, May Valentine interviewed the Pope and Kratos. He came back to the NWA Kratos because he knows what he's a legit threat to professional wrestling. Pope says that Aaron Stevens is cruising for a bruising, and they're actually going to have a tag match coming up this Tuesday on Power, meaning the Tuesday that just passed. Poyo Del Mar claim, proclaims that Thrill Billy Silas will become the next NWA national champion. He's in the uh, number one contenders tournament. The winner of that tournament will face Scion on November 12th in New Orleans at Hard Times 3. Um, Next up, 
Father James Mitchell was the latest guest on Jamie Stanley's talk show. Dr. G, how do... Oh, wait, he's not here. Uh, you could get your replica NWA World's Heavyweight Championship belt by simply going to fandubelts.com backslash NWA. Second match, a national title tournament qualifier between Judas and Mercurio. Um, and this was kind of an extended squash. Mercurio got a couple of moves in, but Judas pretty much dominated. So Judas advances. And then to wrap up the episode, a second national title qualifier, Brian Myers with VSK. Of course, Brian Myers, part of the Cardona family, taking on Mike Bennett. I was kind of hoping Mike Bennett would win. Uh, he didn't. Bennett hit the Death Valley driver for two. Bennett went for the spear, but Myers countered with a sunset flip and picked up the victory. So Brian Myers and Judas move on in the national uh, title uh, tournament. Uh, qualifier tournament it is number one contender again the winner of the tournament will face um scion in a national heavyweight championship match at hard times three on saturday november 12th okay we're gonna go chronologically so let's next do this past tuesday's power and again uh very interesting stuff going on uh I liked I liked this episode. I got to be honest. Smart move by Billy Corgan to and I said this. We've Dr. G and I have said this the last couple weeks. Smart move by uh, Billy Corgan to not do the power tapings in New Orleans. I mean, in New Orleans in um, St. Louis after NWA seventy four. Get out of St. Louis. Go back to Nashville and do your do your tapings because this is a ma- you can't do it. All right. So let's go to this past Tuesday night. For NWA Power, uh, once again, thank you, Josh. Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, Tim Storm. The first match is the tag match I just mentioned that they talked about um, on NWA USA. It is the Pope and Kratos against the Question Mark, which is, of course, Rodney Mack, so he, everyone chants the Question Mack, and KC Rocks, <coughs> which is Aaron Stevens' little pygmy. Um pretty solid tag match i love kratos big dude he's a hoss uh i liked him when him and stevens were the tag team champions i just enjoy him as a wrestler uh it was a fun back and forth uh aaron stevens actually super kicked the pope from the outside so that might be an interesting feud uh question mark mac question mac attacks kratos from behind Mac and Stevens gang up on Kratos. Another question mark performer walks into the ring and clocks Mac with the Mongrovian spike. Yes, the Pope and Kratos win via pinfall. Another question mark came into the ring and clocked Rodney Mack with the Mongrovian spike and Pope and Kratos win. So there is now two question marks. There's Aaron Stevens question mark, who of course it's Rodney Mack with a mask. And then this other question mark, who came into the ring at the end and cost uh, Rodney Mack and uh, Casey Rocks the match. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, so the Pope, who seemed to have been on a losing streak, got the victory. Interesting little uh, interview next. Out came Bully Ray, who uh, who was kind of high-fiving the crowd, and he high-fived Alex uh, uh, Kyle Davis and was talking about being in the NWA. And seconds later, out came our number one contender, 
for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and that is, of course, Matt Cardona. Cardona confronted Bully Ray at the podium, says the Bully is a leech, and nobody wants him here in the NWA. Bully was surprised that Cardona had a set of balls to appear, because usually behind he hides behind his keyboard like a coward. Cardona tells Bully to go find a tag team partner so they could fight Mike Knox and VSK, because he's too preoccupied with Trevor Murdoch. So sometime down the line, maybe this will be a, a, a match at the pay-per-view, uh, it looks like it's VSK and uh, Knox against Bully Ray and a partner of his choosing. Sounds like a match that should be on the pay-per-view. Um, Austin Idol and Mae Valentine. There's a vignette for... the. Uh, you know what I noticed? And I said this to Dr. G last week. I noticed that uh, they hadn't done a lot of um, vignettes or commercials, I guess, for Austin Idol's wrestling school. But now, uh, lately, I've seen a lot of them, and they do another one here with him and Mae Valentine. Mae then interviews Tom Latimer, who says that once he puts EC3 away, uh, he'll shift his focus to the 10 pounds of gold and becoming the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion down the line, which I think would be great. Uh, Rolando Freeman tried to, tried to interrupt an interview segment. Mae Valentine started talking Spanish really fast and kicked him off. Seconds later, uh, Mae Valentine is interviewing Ricky Steamboat. So obviously these were still taped from the first week after the first show after NWA 74. Rolando Freeman says he wants an NWA world title match with Trevor Murdoch. Unfortunately, Steamboat's not the matchmaker. I like, I love how Steamboat still use the carny terms and he doesn't know who Freeman is. Uh, Rolando Freeman's an annoying little gnat, but he's, he's funny. Trevor Murdoch then is with May, and Murdoch says, was he with May? Yeah, he was with May. And he says that he's bringing ruthless aggression to the NWA, and he welcomes another challenge from Tyrus, which nobody wants. Uh, very interesting that Trevor Murdoch used the term ruthless aggression. We all know what, what that is. That was, for those that may not know, that was the era of WWE between July of 2002 and July of 2008. Um, and it's funny that that he says that uh, as the current rumors are going around that Nick Aldis has been talking to Triple H. Interesting. Once again, don't forget to get your replica belt at uh, fandubelts.com slash NWA. Second match, uh, Scion, our national heavyweight champion, uh, takes on Joe Alonzo. And uh, this is not a title match. Um I don't know what I don't like about Cyrus, besides, uh, about Scion, because besides the fact that he has the weird toothy grin, um, he's, he's just not, he's not an exciting in-ring wrestler. His, his match, his move set is very bland. It's not exciting. Uh, it's just very bleh. It's not, it's not good. I just, he does nothing for me. He doesn't, he doesn't bring any excitement. He's not a charismatic, he's just blah. And having Austin Idol as his manager does nothing, in my opinion. Anyway, him and Joe Alonso have a halfway, eh, it's okay match. Scion wins with the Death Valley driver, and he picks up the win. So Scion wins by pinfall. Our third match is a Phase 1 Queen B match between the current Queen B of the NWA, Natalia Markova, Max the Impaler, and Angelina Love. And they're taking on the team of Taryn Terrell. I'm sorry, Taryn Terrell's with... Uh, uh, Angelina Love. The other team is Pretty Empowered, our women's tag team champions, and Roxy in a Phase 1 Queen B match. The winning trinity of 
wrestlers will wrestle in a three-way to be the Queen Bee. And again, Natalia Markova is currently the Queen Bee. I don't know what this Queen Bee thing is, but anyway. I mean, they did it at, at NWA 74 and Natalia Markova won. So she is currently the Queen Bee, whatever that means. Anyway, pretty solid six-woman tag. Uh, Impaler power bombs Roxy to pick up the win, so they have a three-way. The three-way match is Natalia Markova, Max the Impaler, and Angelina Love. And in the end, a ground-to-pound exchange between Impaler and Markova. Uh, the referee calls off the match. After the match, Impaler destroys the Queen Bee crown. So the match ended in no contest, so I don't think we have a Queen Bee right now. I don't know if Natalia Markova still is or if now there is none, but the match ended in a no contest. Our last match of the night, and this was the disappointing one. Tyrus uh, defends the World's Television Championship against Mims in a rematch from Always Ready. Um, As everyone knows, I was so pumped up to see Mims become the world television champion. He's one of my favorite guys in the NWA. He's young. He's exciting. He came from the tried and true promotion. And I feel like he's jobbed like crazy and should be a champion. Well, he uh, suffered a shoulder injury. And now he's back. And he got another world's television title shot here. And I was hoping that out of nowhere we'd get, a, we'd get an upset victory. Well, we didn't. It's, this was actually kind of a glorified squash. I was kind of pissed. Um... After the match, Tyrus left the title in the ring. Now, Black G's picked it up and left, but Tyrus did not hold on to the belt. Now, based on what Joe Galley said, uh, Tyrus has hit the lucky seven. He has successfully defended the NWA World's Television title seven times, which means he's automatically given a World's Heavyweight title shot. Well, we'll see what happens. He left the TV title in the ring, but Black G's picked it up. I don't know if he meant to. Maybe he's just stupid, but I don't think he meant to, was supposed to pick the title up. Anyway, and walked out, and that ended the show. I thought that was a pretty good episode of Power. Uh, we had some storyline advancement. We have a second question mark. Bully Ray gets in Matt Cardona's face, so the Cardona family continuing to make enemies. And uh, I don't know what the deal was with Tyrus at the end of the show. Um... He squashed Mims, who I still think was selling an injury. Kind of a bummer. Um, literally, Mims had like no... Except for body slamming Mims. Body slamming Tyrus. Mims had no offense. Uh, I was... I don't know what the deal is. I really don't. But uh, Tyrus gets the win. I think he is... I think he's... was What he should do is forfeit the television title if he's cashing it in for a world title shot. Uh, and then him and... You know, him and Trevor Murdoch could have another snore fest because their match at NWA 74 was not good. It was not good at all. So there you go. There's your episode of Power. If you don't have, by this time, if you don't have uh, Fight TV and the NWA All Access subscription, which I highly recommend you do if you're an NWA fan, uh, then you could watch the episode. By now, it's on YouTube. But if you want to be watch it immediately, I, I highly recommend the NWA All Access Pass. It's $50.00. For the year, and and you get not only power, but you get all of the NWA pay-per-views. That's all included, and any other content. All included. So, the pay-per-views alone uh, is worth it. So, 
Um, so if you sign up now and get NWA All Access, guess what? You could watch Ha Tams 3 on Saturday, November 12th. Uh, and it's already paid for. So there you go. All right. And finally, since it is Sunday, let's, uh, let's do the recap of yesterday's NW episode of NWA USA, which is already on YouTube. Back to the Skyway Studios, same broadcast team, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Tim Storm. Our first match, a qualifier, Anthony Mayweather, Crimson, the former national champion, taking on Thrillbilly Silas, which is my name on the uh, Midwest beer pong circuit. Um, decent match, nothing crazy. Uh, Silas whips Mayweather across the ring and connects with the thrill ride out of nowhere to pick up uh, the victory. So a clean win for Thrill Billy Silas, and he will move on uh, in the tournament. So Thrill Billy Silas joins um, Judas and Brian Myers in the tournament. Jack Dane and Chris Silvio tell May Valentine that they don't care about Ricky Steamboat or this NWA national title tournament. He is considering pursuing other options outside of the NWA. That's fine with me. Not the biggest, uh, <laughs> not the biggest Jack Dane fan. We have a vignette for Austin Idol's school. Then Billy Corgan comes out. How about this? Talks about his working relationship with uh, with Ricky Steamboat, and then on next week, the September twenty fourth episode. So this coming one week from yesterday, the September 24th episode of NWA USA, the Fixers will have their first United States Tag Team title defense against Gold Rush. So it'll be the Fixers against the team of Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. That's next Saturday. And there'll be a six-way scramble match. You know, (laughs) Dr. G's going to love this. He loves matches with a zillion guys in it. A six-way scramble match. The winner will face Homicide at Hard Times 3 for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. So, next, pretty good, pretty good show then. Next Saturday on NWA USA, the Fixers will, will defend the United States Tag Team titles against Gold Rush. And there will be a six-way scramble match to determine who will be the number one contender for the Junior Heavyweight Championship and will face Homicide on November 12th in New Orleans at uh, Hot Times 3 for the national, uh, junior heavyweight title. So that's a big that big deal. Camille is with Mae Valentine, our hardest working person in the company. She said nobody could beat her and she will forever be the one-time champion. I love Camille. Please don't ever leave. Uh, Matt Vine confronted Magic Jake Dumas in the backstage area. Um, Fandubelts.com slash NWA. Next match, Kerry Morton, who will likely be in that six-way scramble, took on AJ Kazana. Uh, yeah, decent match. In the end, Kerry Morton won via pinfall with the pump knee strike. And then in our main event, another NWA national title tournament qualifier, the former national heavyweight champion, Chris Adonis, took on Caprice Coleman. Uh, decent match. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm kind of burnt out on on. Chris Adonis, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of done with him. But uh, in the end, uh, he put on the master lock and Ado- uh, Coleman tapped out. So Chris Adonis got the win. So Chris Adonis joins 
Thrubbly Silas, Judas, and Brian Myers. I'm not really a fan of any of these guys, to be honest with you. But as usual, Billy's putting up a bunch of bums instead of somebody that actually matters. But in any event. And that is it. That was your episode yesterday of NWA USA. It's not bad. I'm not a fan of anybody in these in this title tournament so far, but whatever. Um, I don't understand why uh, Tom Latimer is not in this tournament. but Or any of these, these uh, call your narrative or do your narrative, whatever the stupid... Control your narrative, whatever that dumb, promo- dumb bunch of guys is. Anyway, so there's your episode of NWA USA. So that'll do it for this very abbreviated episode, very abbreviated episode of the NWA Saturday Special. Thank you for joining me. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott C Podfather. More importantly, follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Another great week. New episodes of, um, uh, PTB NXT, Extreme Resurrection, uh, Place to Be Nation's main event. Join myself, Steve, and Nate. We talk about the whole AEW backstage situation and then kind of broke down and made fun of and talked about the up the uh, brand new uh, 2022 PWI 500. Um, new episode of the uh, Memphis Continental Wrestling Podcast, uh, as well as uh, later today. A new episode of YouTube Roulette will drop. And uh, great stuff coming up uh, this week. Um, we will have new episodes of Highway to the Impact Zone, NWA Crock and Roll, etc., etc. We are the gold standard for wrestling podcasts. The PTB Wrestling Network. Everybody, have a great week. I'm Scott. Well, the doctor's not here, so nobody's the doctor. I'm Scott. We'll talk to you next week.